All right, folks, welcome to the next episode of the Fit at Home podcast, where when it comes to getting in the best shape of your life, there's no place like home. I'm Matt Schifferly from the Red Delta Project, along with my co-pilot, Al Painter. We've got your greatest tips, tricks, and resources to help you in your home fitness journey for the next seven days and beyond. So without further ado, let's dive right on into it. Al, how's the move coming along, man? You're uh, you're getting unpacked and everything, yes? <laughs> Sure. <laughs> sure we are. You know, it's funny. Between the boxes that we're breaking down and the ones that are arriving at the house, it's like we're breaking even. I mean, but it's like beds for the kids, desks, bookshelves. Yeah. So it's not like fun stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and, and a couple things. My birthday this weekend, my mom has sent some things up and she has appointed my daughter as the manager of birthdayery gifts and i'm like all right and you you do not cross the beans line of engagement she will give you an earful on each side so <laughs> i can't even open the gifts the fun stuff i can't even open the fun stuff because when she's around it's like oh my god i'm gonna get in trouble from my daughter if i open <laughs> stuff up it's crazy Oh, it, it is always crazy when you're moving and trying to get yourself all settled. And, uh, and you're like, wouldn't it be great when we're finished with getting to this result? And then it either never arrives or you blow right past it. And you're like, okay, now the next thing. And it's good carryover to like fitness as well, where we always think if I get this result and I achieve this objective, then I'll be good and I'll be happy. And of course, it always falls flat. You feel good for accomplishing it, but there's always a higher peak and another thing to do right on after that. And yeah, yeah. One of our neighbors, they moved here two years ago and a part of their garage is still, still filled with boxes. (laughs) It's like, oh my God, two years and you still have all that stuff? Oh, okay. Yay. (laughs) Oh, I'll tell you what. Just accumulate. It really is, but uh, I guess I guess that's kind of one of my um, one of my tips. Let's just jump right into it. Our yeah. workout tips of the week. So this is uh, my workout tip of the week. Something that can save you time and energy and money, and that is to implement and get interested in complexes, folks. Complexes. If you don't know what these are, instead of doing like a regular strength training program where you do an exercise and then you stop doing it and then you just kind of wait a little bit and you do another or even circuit training where you've got like stations and then you go from one station to the next a complex is even more efficient where you will take a piece of equipment typically like a kettlebell dumbbell barbell you could do this with suspension trainers and you just go right through one exercise to another bang 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 no stopping or rest so one of my <clears throat> classics is you get a kettlebell and you do like 10 swings, then you do 10 squats, then you do 10 overhead presses, and then you would do uh, like, uh, you know, 15 uh, additional like one arm swings or something along those lines. But the point is you're just stringing these movements together in one set. And it's very time efficient. It gets your heart rate up. Typically, it's a very good metabolic demand to it. And it's very good also for helping to just mentally change gears sometimes where you're saying, okay, I do this and then I switch gears and I do this other thing and you're switching back and forth. Now, the way you set up a complex typically is 
because you have multiple exercises without any sort of changeover in the equipment, you load according to the lightest exercise, typically. So if you're doing a barbell uh, complex with five exercises and the weakest move is like, say, the overhead press, which you can do with 65 pounds, well, then you do 65 pound barbell, even though one of the exercises is like a Romanian deadlift. You're like, well, I could definitely do more there, but you stay with that because you load according to the lightest exercise. But they're a great way to get real quick workouts, really time efficient, get the heart rate up. They're a good warm up. They're especially really good for when you find yourself going, oh, I don't want to work out. I just, uh, just blast through a couple rounds of a complex and it's one of those things of, is it optimal and stuff? No, but it gets the blood flowing, the needle moving. And then after a couple of rounds, it will literally take you a minute. Uh, you could say, well, yeah, I'm definitely not up for a workout. I've got other things I need to be doing. Good. You still got something done. But a lot of times people will do a couple of complexes and they're like, feeling like I want to take this further. Let's go and get a more serious workout. And then you've broken through that uh, barrier as well. So complexes, people, there's a ton of them online. YouTube's got a bunch of them and you just get creative. Just take a tool, string three or four exercises together and away you go. So dare I say, my friend and people watch this brilliance that I'm about to impart upon you. Oh, Matt, are you saying that a complex can make your workouts more simple? God, I knew you were going with that. <laughs> uh, Oh boy. <laughs> Stupid and dad jokes for the win, with the agony of that dad joke. Oh boy. Uh, but no, it really does. And you can track it too, because uh, you can make a list of complexes that you've just got kind of like in your back pocket. So when you're just totally lost and you don't know what to do and you don't feel like doing anything, you just pull up that menu and say, okay, I've got these complexes. You can make them for different areas too. You can have like a back and biceps complex. You can have a full body complex, a leg complex, and so on. So there's a million ways you can do this, but it's just a really good way to add some spice and energy into otherwise stale workout training, regardless of what tools and methods you prefer to use. Yeah, definitely. And, and it's funny you mentioned that because I did one day before yesterday and it was uh, serratus press, archer press, triceps, and... Uh, standing V out, stretch outs, standing ab wheel roll out kind of yep. thing, right? Did, yep. I think I did five sets, which yay me. Yay, I'm a trainer and I worked out. No big deal there, right? The fun part was the next day, oh, using the bike pump to blow up a stability ball and then Jeremy's tires on his bike. Oh my God, dude, my triceps were destroyed. It was so hard. Oh, brutal, brutal, brutal. Yeah, they work. I mean, they're not like a light workout that's just a light warm up or anything. Like they still really can work you to a very high degree. So don't knock it till you try it, folks. Right? Yep. Yep. <laughs> What's your workout tip of the week here, Al? Workout tip of the week is get creative, people. Think outside the box. Um, again, dare I say, exude your fitness independence and grab a piece of equipment and just practice movements you may not have done before. Uh, go to Matt's YouTube channel, go to my YouTube channel, find something that looks of interest and, and just move, you know, go light just so you can master the movement, but get creative. Um, the other day I had uh, the NOSC straps and the monkey straps hanging from the same thing there. And I thought, all right, well, 
And it was Monkey Bar 1, by the way, which was oh, wow. awesome. Classic. I went old school there. I love those things. Still, they, if they made a pocket monkey with mm-hmm. those, the, the uh, bamboo or whatever ash handles, oh, mm-hmm. I'd go over those. Anyway, you're welcome there, Wild Man Vincent, for the shameless product plug. Uh, <laughs> just get creative. I thought, okay, well, what can I do here? I've got about 20 minutes, and let's just pick some basic push-pull squat. So I did single leg squats. I did um, just chest press and a single arm row on each side, kind of circuit fashion. And I felt I felt better. And that 20 minutes turned into 40. And I was pretty happy about that. Outstanding. Yeah, creativity is t- totally underrated or, or underrated uh, aspect to working out. And this kind of dovetails with my dietary uh, tip of the week here. But uh, I think one of the biggest things that holds people back from that creativity is this feeling like you've got to just get things right on the money in order for it to be effective. Like you got to thread that needle just right or else the workout can't possibly be effective or the diet can't possibly be effective. But a lot of the research now is even continuing to show that we've got so much room to play and be flexible with, with how we eat and how we exercise and stuff that we don't need to confine ourselves into this tiny little space and think this is the only area that I can be in if I want to get the results I want. You can do things many, 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 many different ways. And as long as you just keep going in the same direction of progress, then you're still going to be good. And that's kind of what I'm talking about with my dietary tip of the week, which is don't worry too much about trying to stick to an optimal diet. We're talking about like, this is the quote right way to eat or the best way to eat, or it's got to be this way and it's got to be super strict and everything. With the exception of some circumstances where you really are trying to maximize every little gram of potential out of your diet, like if you're getting ready to step on stage in a bodybuilding show or something, for the most part, we don't have the need to go to that level and you're probably only just going to hold yourself back in the long run because you just keep rebounding and bouncing back because you it's just impossible to maintain. So don't worry about so much an optimal or the best diet. Just keep looking for ways, again, through your creativity of, well, how do I make my diet just a little bit better this week? And how do I make it a little bit better? Because it's making your diet better that gets you results, not making it right or correct. I don't care how perfect your diet is. If it's not improving over time, you're still not going anywhere. It's the improvement and the progression of your diet that gets results, not whether or not you're adhering to some sort of dogmatic rule of how little bread you can eat or uh, how many grams of fat your protein you're eating and stuff like this. That stuff is good for general guidelines, but it's not at all entirely responsible for the results that you're looking for. Instead, it's just, what can I do 1% better this week? And you keep moving the needle forward. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. On Monday, we went to the Western Idaho Fair. (laughs) You go to a fair, you're not going to find things to eat other than a bottle of water that, you know, you're going to see in a nutrition plan. Like they had pulled pork, chili cheese, french fries. (laughs) I mean, I didn't have them and I'm kind of kicking myself now that I didn't. Uh, But it it was like, you know what? How often do I do this? Let's get something to celebrate A, surviving, getting up here and B, just a good day with the family. Why not? So I opted for deep fried Oreos, knowing full well that that night I was probably going to feel a little slow, mind you. Mm -hmm. 
And I did, but you know, whatever. I got back on the horse the next day and yeah. been eating clean since Monday and it was no harm, no foul. And I was able to enjoy a really good treat. Now I timed it perfectly to where the kids are on the carousel. Then I went to get this deep fried Oreos because then that eliminated, hey, can we have some questions? <laughs> <laughs> yep. You got to time it with those sorts of things. Absolutely. Right? Father at the fair, you got to get these things just right. <laughs> right, right, right. And then, you know, seeing the animals. I mean, it was, it was a great day. It was a great day. But yeah, people go off the rails every once in a while. It's okay. You'll survive. And if, ultimately, it'll help you stick to your routine that much more to get that little enjoyment period out of your system. Absolutely. For sure. You don't want to treat your body like a machine. I mean, yeah, the body's a machine, but you're not a machine. You're not a robot. You are a human being and you need to satisfy and nurture the entire human being that is you. If you just look at it like I just got to take care of my body and ignore the rest of me, well, that's not going to be a very holistic approach. Yeah, agreed. 100%. Cool. What's your resource of the week here, Al? I'm looking here on the notes. Uh, talk to me about this. A well, I'll let you explain it. <laughs> okay. So, oh, real quick, uh, plan breakfast the night before, by the way, that's my nutrition tip. Oh, yes. Yeah, sorry. I, I skipped ahead. Oh, no worries. Yeah, yeah. Do your do dietary tip, plan, your plan breakfast, breakfast the night before. Night before. Good idea. Yeah. What I do is I'll fill a jar up with steel cut oats, a shot of uh, apple cider vinegar, because that does something to them that is to your benefit. Jill knows more about that than I do. I don't really remember what it is, but it's a good thing. And then just soak them overnight, cook them the next day, put in chia seeds and hemp seeds and I cut up some strawberries and some collagen powder. Bam, breakfast is done. It's so much easier the next day. It's so much less stressful. And That's then the good. coffee too. I get the coffee going the next day too. Okay, so oh, yeah. with that being said, comma, my resource for the week mm. is part of my creative workout. So on Tuesday, I had no desire to exercise. Um, perhaps the Oreos in the deep fried fashion were coming back to get me. But... Um, I didn't want to exercise. And I thought, you know what, just what would you tell somebody you train? I tell them, all right, just go do the first rep. Mm -hmm. That's it. Go do the first rep. First yep. rep might turn into two. It might turn into a 10 minute walk. You never know. So 40 minutes later, the first rep turned into a nice little workout. And then I ordered a, uh, the old school character builder, people powered lawnmower without the motor. Right. Oh, like with the spiral blades on yeah it? yeah the, what they oh, call okay, the yeah. real ree motor or uh mm -hmm. mower mm -hmm. and i put it together and jeremy and i were out in the front of the house doing sprints and in the backyard doing sprints with the people powered motor and it was like pushing a sled mm -hmm. but actually getting something done productive around the house at the same time so if you have a lawn people and you need to get it cut and you want to save money on someone doing it for you i highly recommend getting a people powered mower because it's apparently good family bonding time. The kids were saying, we're never going to mow the lawn. Don't even ask to fighting over who was going to push it. <laughs> and then Jeremy said, this is so much fun. Can we do it again every week? I'm like, yes, we'll see how long that lasts. But it was great. It was great. And then uh, at that point, I officially turned into my father because when he would cut the lawn, he would sit on our porch with a beer and survey his good work for a few minutes, right? And I wanted to do that. I didn't have the beer, but I wanted to sit on the front porch, put my arm around Jeremy and say, well, pal, we did a good job and drink a beer, but I didn't, I didn't do that. And I was like, oh my God, the transformation is complete. <laughs> but yeah, get the people powered mower. You'll save electricity from having to plug it in. You'll save money from having to upkeep it, oil, gas, all that kind of thing. It's super simple. 
And uh, it's just a great way to get outside, get some exercise, a little socializing with the neighbors when they walk by. And uh, yeah, people powered more. Get some exercise, cut in your lawn. Well, what's the downside to those things? Because I always look at those. I've seen them in hardware stores and stuff. And I mowed lawns as a kid. That was like my first way of making any kind of money. And years later, I found those. And I was like, wait a minute, there's no gas. You know, you're walking and like, what's the downside? Like, why would somebody use anything other than that? That just seems like it's all pros to me and no cons. Do they do a good job mowing the lawn? Yeah, yeah. This one has uh, nine settings, I guess. To, I mean, you could go from tundra to putting green, I think. And um, it, um, I guess the biggest thing is the bags aren't as clean in terms of the grass gathering and the catcher as it is like with the, the uh, traditional mowers that right, the bag plugs right into the air blower and it's right there. You have to empty them more and you got to sweep a little bit more on the sidewalks when you get to the edges. Yeah. And other than that, I can't really think of a downside. I mean, you can get one up to almost 200 bucks. It's crazy. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I just, I always looked at those and I'm like, why are we bothering? Now I, I assumed it's also about speed because I would mow lawns yeah. that were the size of Central Park uh, growing up. So it's like, yeah, it would take me forever to mow with one of those things. But if you got a fairly small lawn, like in it, the city or you, you know, a little tiny thing. It's like, yeah, that'd be great. Safe gas and all that kind of stuff. Perfect. Wonderful. Love it. Yeah. <clears throat> now my resource of the week is a YouTube channel that I have recently been watching over the past couple of weeks. And it's sort of not seemingly about fitness, but it's everything about fitness. It's called the big think YouTube channel. And the big thing YouTube channel, what they do is they take some of the most popular uh, scientific minds in pop culture, like Neil deGrasse Tyson, Bill Nye, and stuff like that. And they basically make these videos that teach you about like really critical thinking topics. Like, because a big part of understanding fitness and how this stuff really works is knowing how to weed out and make your way through the noise of information out there on the internet. Because it's so easy to get pulled in a million different directions these days of, oh, bananas are good for you. Bananas are a superfood. Bananas are terrible for you. Bananas are, and there's a million ways you could do it. So a big part of not just being physically fit is being able to mentally condition yourself. And like with exercise, like I could just go and run around the woods for a while, but if I don't know how to scientifically and practically condition my body, I'm just flailing around. But we need to do the exact same thing with our mind is know how to process, uh, assimilate, and be able to identify and, and make good use of the information out there. Because I, I feel like one of the big issues we have is we've got so much information out there, but we have no idea what we should be doing with it in a practical, safe, and productive way. It's like throwing just newbies into a gym full of weights and they have no idea how to exercise. Yeah, they're going to be look like they're doing something, but they're actually not productive and they're probably going to be detrimental, if anything. So my own experience when I was younger. So information is the same way. So Big Think YouTube channel, you watch several of these videos and it basically says this is how you can identify if you're believing in falsehoods, if you're going into like confirmation bias, how to know if there's a debate, like where each point is got validity and which point doesn't have validity and all these sorts of things. And it just basically makes you 
a much stronger critical thinker. And that comes in handy when it comes to fitness and diet and exercise and a hundred other things that we can be experiencing in life. So big think YouTube channel, link down below in the description to check it out. Oh, that sounds awesome, right on. Yeah, it's fun, it's entertaining. It's not dry, uh, too dry or anything like that. It, but uh, you can just watch one of these things while you're making dinner or something. And uh, you just need one point, one takeaway. And you come away like, oh, I can be a smarter person for this. <laughs> now I don't have to feel like I'm just confused with all the information out there. You can actually know that's valid. That's not, this is good. That's not, it's true, but it's not complete and so on. So there you I, go. Big think YouTube channel. Al, parting words of wisdom. What do you got for us? Uh, my parting words of wisdom this week are thusly, beware of overhead traffic. And let me explain <laughs> this to you, Lucy. At the Eagle Bike Park, they have Crankworks, Red Bull Rampage-esque stunts, Right. And they've got the wood ramp, ramp to ramp jumps, uh, hill to hill jumps, like, like Sea Otter Classic dirt jump contest jumps, right? There are dedicated sections at this park to this. Pump track, BMX track, uh, RC car track. And then they have all these stunts built in around the trails that are way above my pay grade for my insurance, but they're fun to, to go by. And they have signs that effectively say, and, and it's not verbatim, but it's close, you'll get it. <laughs> ground riders essentially beware of aerial traffic right so if you're you're riding through the stunts make sure you're looking around you got your head on a swivel to make sure somebody's not flying over you and their tires are going to take out your head <laughs> and it's the damnedest thing because i've never seen that before and i think it's awesome they yeah. also have signs that say mountain bikes only on specific trails which made my heart sing yeah. like you would never believe my friend <laughs> it was awesome so be aware of overhead traffic when you're riding mountain bike I, i'm sure there's a lot of metaphors we could dig up from that but I'm just, <laughs> uh, no i'm i'm gonna call it there i'm just gonna be like i'm not gonna figure that one out just yet but thank you so much for al for your time and as always uh questions uh our contacts are down below in the description as well but uh, i will leave you uh, to it dear listener for another seven days of home health and fitness and uh, till then, uh, this is Matt and Al reminding you to stay strong and lead by example.